but like I would get so nervous because I had no self-confidence. Right. And now it's like, you know, I'm teaching classes. I'm talking to leads. I can go out into the community and be at business meetings and not be embarrassed. Like, um, and the eye contact piece, like, I mean, that's the most important part, right? Like just feeling so good about yourself and confident that you, that you believe in yourself, right? Like I don't get nervous and sweaty and turn red anymore. Like, I don't know. I thought that was just who I was. And now it's, it's amazing. Like, I really feel like I discovered a new person at 44 years old. Hello, this is Lance Farrell with Life at Level 10, where you get inspired to live your best life. Hi, this is Lance Farrell. I'm here with a very special guest, Tina McNamara. Tina, how are you doing today? Great. How are you? Fantastic. Thanks for coming on the podcast. My pleasure. So tell us a little bit about Tina. Who is Tina McNamara? Tina McNamara, uh, she is somebody who completely reinvented herself in the last 18 months or so, um, completely rediscovered my life uh, at 44 years old, Mama Five, um, yeah. Mama Five, wow, that's, uh, I guess, did I hear you right, but I just <laughs> visited you on a Friday and gave you a big fat check for $10,000, how does that feel at this point, it's been a few days? It uh, feels surreal and honestly um the amount of people who've asked me what i'm gonna do with the money um i have no idea I, it was never my intention to win the money i i will admit that i wanted the bragging rights i you know it's something that you have one shot at and i really wanted it for the gym and just to be able to say that we did it and we had two national champions so that was more important than the money honestly um so i still have no idea what i'm gonna do with that money i love it so let's go back a long way what was your life like before you walked into Farrell's Extreme Body Shaping. Uh, I mean, I, I have a good life. I think that uh, personally, mentally, I was suffering a little bit. Um, I was kind of stuck in the rut of having five young children and just the daily, the day-to-day -day battles of working a full-time job, five kids, um, just getting run down and trapped in this cycle where there's no time for self-care or something that I want for myself. It's uh, putting everybody's needs in front of my own. And, and I thought that's what every adult did, you know, like this is just what it means to be a mom or to be a parent. Like you're at your kids' sporting events. You maybe don't feel great about yourself, but like you're raising little humans that are awesome. Um, and you just get trapped in it. And I think like never doing anything for myself for like 10 years. And, you know, I kind of let go of most of my friends and like, really was just dialed in on the kids and household chores and just trapped in this daily cycle and grind. And like, I didn't know that I needed the mental part as much as I did. Like once you start coming out of it and feeling better, it's like, Oh man, I was in a bad spot. You know, when you're, when you're in it every day, you just, just get used to it. Like, this is how it is. This is what it means to be an adult, but it doesn't have to be that way. You know, once you start to see the light, it gets brighter and brighter. And it's like, Holy cow. I'm so glad I was able to flip that switch on and find a new new path forward. So for the people that aren't familiar or that don't know you, you were how many pounds heavier back then? Uh, 95. I was 228 when I started. Okay. So carrying around an extra 95 pounds compared to now, 
that has to feel so different now that you've lot you got that extra weight off. Yeah, I mean the the thing with the daily day the day the day tasks, like I have young kids that are like into downhill skiing and snowboarding now. And one of the light bulb moments for me was I went snowboarding with my two daughters and bending over to buckle my snowboard bindings. My belly was so big and or I was so unflexible too. And so out of shape that it was, it was so, it was almost impossible. Right. And I had Mm. a couple other parents say, well, you just have to get the step in bindings and you don't have to bend over at all. And I was like, oh, really? Is that what we do when we get old and we get, you know, like we lose our flexibility and our mobility and, you know, we have bellies that are in the way. Um, And then, you know, now that I've lost the weight, like I go snowboarding with her and it's like bend over, hook my bindings super fast. Like, like I'm a teenager again. It's like, to think that I would thought that there was no way to be able to do that again. It, it's crazy. So things like that, or like, you know, you get to the point where you have to sit down and put on your shoes. It's like, no, I can just stand here and slip them on now. Um, or, you know, go up the stairs and you don't have to wait to walk into a room to talk to somebody because you're not out of breath. Right. Like, mm. um, th- things like that. It's, it's a game changer for sure. So how did you hear about FXB? Why did you start originally? Um, I had no intentions of starting. I had actually never heard of it. Actually, I, sh- I take that back. I worked at Anderson Windows in corporate America for 18 years um, prior to taking this role on at Farrell's. But I had a couple of co- I mean, people I knew who worked in production, things like that, who I heard them say like, oh, I, I'm doing this challenge, this thousand dollar challenge, this 10 week challenge. You know, I've lost all this weight, I've, you know, things like that. And they weren't really close acquaintances to me. More people just talking and passing or in the break room. So I'd heard a little bit about it probably five or 10 years ago, never gave it much thought. And then a couple of our current gym members, um, Terry always, who actually was in the top five the year Michelle Wood won it. Um, she was actually my FIAD gym teacher. Um, wow. And I haven't seen her in probably 20 years, um, which turns out she became a friends with a group of friends of mine. And then she just said to Tina, you should do this. You would love it. Like, you know, I was in the top five, lost all this weight. It's so fun. It goes so fast. And I was like, no, no, I don't need that. I mean, part of it is being stubborn. Like I have a, a really nice home gym. I've been a runner in the past. I had never done a group fitness class. So the idea mm-hmm. of going to a group class was absolutely terrifying. I mean, I was 42 years old and I've never been to a class even at the YMCA. Like group classes, I thought were not my thing. Like I don't have the best coordination. I'm a pretty embarrassing dancer like I'm not a line dancer I'm the last person to get the rhythm so like that was like no I cannot do that so the first couple times people brought it up I was like no I'm not doing it I'm not doing it and then it happens to be that New Year's well it was like December not quite New Year's Eve December 30th um my older sister got married and I was at a wedding and Terry happened to be there and she said you should really do it whatever I had a couple drinks and I was like fine. I'll do it. I can do anything for 10 weeks. Um, and so I didn't even come in and try class. I was so embarrassed. Like, um, you know, I was part of it was, I was ashamed of the person I was, I didn't know what I was getting myself into, you know, um, having to put yourself out there and walk into a very like uncomfortable situation. Like I, I didn't want to come try a class. I didn't want to talk to Lisa ahead of time. I just, I literally walked in the door and I was like, what do we need to do? here's my credit card, pretty much staring at the floor the whole time. Like, you know, like avoiding Lisa, like the plague, like don't look at eye contact. Yeah. No eye contact. Like, I mean, I was so embarrassed. Like, 
get this photo over with. I don't care how much it costs, just run the card, get me out of here. And then I showed up to class the first day and that was, that was it. I mean, and I was, I was terrible, like terrible. <laughs> like well, That was my next question. So what struggles did you have once you got going in the 10 week session? What struggles did you have in the class? Because it's not necessarily easy to learn right away. I mean, we help people, we coach them and stuff, but there's some yeah. struggles people have that they have to get over. Yeah. Um, well, the nice thing for me, I mean, the way it worked out for me and I, and look, I mean, it could have been a big obstacle, but I actually got COVID after three days of class. Um, so I was only in the gym for three, three days. And then I had to go home and I zoomed for two weeks. I never missed a class. I zoomed mm. the workouts, but it actually gave me a little bit more comfort because I could kind of struggle on my own and, you know, yeah. start in the warm up without feeling like I was being judged or in the front row, you know, because we put our 10 weekers up in the front row. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's good. So the instructors can help them, but also like, I didn't want any more focus on me. Um, so th- I got to zoom the first two weeks at home, basically. And then when I came back in the gym, I was not in good shape by any means, but I at least could breathe a little bit better and mm-hmm. like some of the moves. So I didn't feel as bad, but I mean, I have some footage from like the very early days with Lisa helping me after class and it's bad. I mean, I think you've seen some of it. <laughs> yeah. So you, you've, you've made it through some struggles. What's one of the first wins that you can remember going through the initial 10 weeks or even after? I think the for one of the first wins was probably, well, you know, I tell everybody this, you know, it started out like the first three weeks my sister ended up doing it with me and one of our other good friends. And we used to joke. I mean, we had to push each other to get to class every day. But we started saying, like, we're going to make it like a paper chain countdown. Like, oh, my gosh, only 59 more classes to go. Only 43 more classes to go, right? So the first three weeks, like, I mean, it was hard to get here every day. Like, I didn't want to. It took a lot of, like, mental convincing. Like, you can do it. You committed to this. You're going to do it. I don't want to go. And then every day you'd come and they, I leave feeling better than when I got here. Right. It was hard to get in the door. But then once I left, I was like, I did it. Thank God it's over. My workout's done for the day. I can go about the rest of my day. Um, and like those first three weeks, I remember dreading every day, but then all of a sudden a switch flips and it's like, I want more time. Like I'm starting to feel mm-hmm. better. I'm starting to learn this. I need more than five weeks. I don't want mm-hmm. there only to be four weeks left. Right. Um, and probably one of the first wins was having perfect attendance either in class or via zoom my 10 weeks. Like that was important to me, like to prove to myself, like, you know, I'm going to show up for myself every single day. And like we say to our people now, like the people who show up every day who get that perfect attendance are the people who have the best results. Um, so that was super important to me to just set that stone. And the other, and the other thing is I didn't trust myself. I knew that if I took a day or two off, it would turn into why do I need to go back? Right. So part of it was not trusting myself. So when I was able to, prove to myself and show up every day those first 10 weeks. I think that's when like the momentum started going in the right direction. So besides being able to bend over and buckle those snowboard boots up and, and not catching your breath at the top of a set of stairs, what else have you think you've gained from the program? Can you think of anything else? And you mentioned confidence too. Tell me, give an example of how you feel your confidence is better. Oh, a hundred percent. So you know, I said I had worked at Anderson Windows like in the in the office. So I'd be in meetings, like corporate meetings. Um, and I was one of those people that was smart as a whip, but like people would ask me a question and I'd turn bright red or I'd stare at the floor, I'd get hot, like I'd start sweating. Like I knew the answer, super smart, one of the one of the, you know, a great employee. 
But like, I would get so nervous because I had no self-confidence. Right. And now it's like, you know, I'm teaching classes. I'm talking to leads. I can go out into the community and be at business meetings and not be embarrassed. Like, um, and the eye contact piece, like, I mean, that's the most important part, right? Like just feeling so good about yourself and confident that you, that you believe in yourself, right? Like I don't get nervous and sweaty and turn red anymore. Like, I don't know. I thought that was just who I was. And now it's, it's amazing. Like, I really feel like I discovered a new person at 44 years old. Like it's crazy. You know, Tiger Woods said a famous line. He said, confidence is a great thing on the golf course. I would extend that just what you said. Confidence is a great thing in life. When you're confident, you can move mountains. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. And you're moving mountains right now. And we'll talk more about that in a little bit. But so tell us just in the detail a bit what I mean, mean, you have like almost no body fat can tell by looking at you. What is your nutrition regimen like? Because I always tell people you can't outrun your fork. Yeah, and, definitely. So what 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 is the day like you? So what did you eat this morning when you got up and just go through the whole thing? What's the day of, of your eating look like? Um, I mean, I, I will admit I've relaxed a couple a little bit in the last couple of days, but um during that year, mm-hmm. I will say that um my first 10 weeks, I was more focused on showing up for the, the exercise more than the nutrition part. I mean, I set my macros and things according to the Farrell's plan and tried to follow it. But like, I was still all over those cheat days. Um, and I, I, I didn't want to force it. Like I didn't want to do too much at once, like where I give up on myself, you know, like where it felt too restrictive. So the first 10 weeks, it was really like exercise, maybe eating a little bit better, but still eating. I mean, I have five kids. We have a pantry full of, of all kinds of junk. So, um, I wasn't too strict the first 10 weeks, you know, and then like I say to people now, like every day, just make one less bad choice. Right. You know, if, if, if yesterday it was Doritos, Mountain Dew and gummy worms, maybe today it's just Doritos and a Mountain Dew. And then the next day, and then you, you start to feel better and you don't want any of that stuff anymore. Right. Um, the nutrition has been uh, amazing. Like I owe a lot to Lisa on that. Like, um, you know, handing in my food logs, the first one I handed handed into her, she called me into her office and we had a big, long heart to heart. Like it basically looked like a food log of a toddler. Um, <laughs> she cleaned that up in a hurry, uh, but it was just making small changes and adjustments, but, and then figuring out things that worked for me. So like, once I got into it, I'd say probably like weeks 20, 20, 24 ish is like when I really, really got serious about the nutrition and kind of figured out some things like, um, like I like two good Greek yogurt, right? So like every morning I have, I have that to start the day and I, it's 80 calories and 12 grams of protein. I probably have that three or four times a day. And mm, part of that was, meeting, yeah, part of that was meeting with Lisa early on. And like, we had just come across this study, like her and I are both like really into diving into like podcast, nutrition, supplement, things like that. And she'd come across a study that basically said like, there was a control group and another group that the group that ate. Greek yogurt every day or yogurt every day lost X percent more body fat than the group that didn't following, you know, doing all else being this consistent. So um, I don't know if that's true or not, but I eat more yogurt than anybody in this gym. <laughs> and uh, it, I, I don't know if that's what made my body fat get so low, but it's, it's a great snack. Um, and I love it. It tastes good. So um, 
but like a lot of things was like just figuring out things that worked for me. Like I like tons of ground turkey. Like I ate a lot of ground turkey, lean ground turkey, like um, and salmon, like three or four nights a week. You know, Lisa kind of taught me a thing, like you know, you know, spices of is a flavor of life or whatever that you know. Mm-hmm. Except for when you're trying to, when except for when you have goals or you know, we'd say we'd make little jokes like that, like, and I just got used to it. Like I had no problem eating the same thing for three or four days or five days in a row, and especially towards the end, like the last six months, four months, like I was really able to lock it in. Like I did turkey, ground turkey and rice and peppers. I mean, that was pretty much every meal. And then salmon and rice, um, you know, I eat some purple rice. It's a little bit healthier than the brown rice and the white rice um, and lots of broccoli, things like that. But the other thing is that the game changer for me is growing up, I grew up on a farm. So it was like meat and potatoes and cheese and dairy and things like that and I didn't have a big palate like where we weren't fancy people like I had never eaten sushi I had never eaten anything like that and like now it's like I love sushi I love Thai food like I love lettuce I never ate a salad till I was 42 years old like wow yeah as a kid I thought I hated lettuce I mean (laughs) honestly like and now it's like I my body craves vegetables yeah it's crazy. Like I can't even explain it. Like I literally did not eat lettuce. I was the person that if I went through Subway and the person in front of me got lettuce on their sandwich and then a stray strand fell on my sandwich, I could, I taste it instantly and be like, Oh gosh, somebody's lettuce is not my sandwich. And now it's like, I'm ordering big giant salads. And it's not because I have to, it's because I actually, my body craves it and it's good mm-hmm. to me. Um, and you know, a lot of that is, I will say Lisa making me try things that I was uncomfortable trying. And then it's like, I, I like all this. It's like, so, you know, the physical transformation, the mental, the emotional, but like, I mean, I mean, it's everything, my palate, everything is transformed. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Don't feel bad about never eating sushi. You grew up on a farm because yeah. most farmers have never eaten sushi. It's yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, pork and beef and chicken. That's it. Exactly. Um, so that's very interesting. Uh, you still working out six days a week? Ah, uh, yes. Sometimes. You do so. that. Um, what advice would you give those people that are just getting started? They're signed up for their 10 week session. They're just rocking and rolling. What, what's the best advice you think you can give them? I mean, I think that just showing up every day for yourself. And like I said, like just doing either one less bad choice a day or one better choice a day. Right. So like if you're not working out, you're working out now, or if you're, are eating 90% garbage, you're only eating 80% garbage. You know what I mean? It's, it's, you can't do it all at once. I think that's the key. And like, I've done so many, you know, I've done so many diets or exercise routines where it's, it's a hundred percent, a hundred miles an hour on day one. And it doesn't last, you know, you can't expect yourself to go from zero to 60 overnight and to have it last. I mean, that's the biggest thing is I think by kind of like the 10 weeks, like, and that's why I tell people when they come sign up, the first 10 weeks, yeah, they're great. We have great results. People lose 20 pounds. I lost 25 pounds. You know, it's great. You start to feel awesome. You can do push-ups. You couldn't do push-ups when you first started, things like that. But it's just the tip of the iceberg, right? Like we're, we're not who we want to be at the end of 10 weeks, but we have great momentum and we want to keep going. I mean, that's the biggest key, I think. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you got $10,000 check. How do you plan to spend that money? <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, honestly, maybe probably a little vacation or something with the kids. Um, 
but I don't know, put it in savings. Um, it was never about the money. So I, I don't know, honestly, like maybe I'll upgrade my earrings a little bit, the bigger size. I don't know. I mean, I don't know that it's, it, it was never about the money, but I did really get stressed out at the end because I really wanted to be able to say I did it. Like I felt like I put in the work, like, and I wanted it so bad. And then to be so close that it, it really became a really big mental game at the end that I never expected. And it was more like, I don't want to say that I was so close. I could have done more, have any doubts. Um, I really just really, really wanted the writing rights. <laughs> and having watched Michelle win it, that was an advantage to me. I mean, I wasn't here when she won it. I didn't really know her. But we talk about it at the gym. You know, there's things about Michelle hanging up on the wall. Her gloves are here that she won, things like that. So, um, yeah, mm -hmm. I really just really wanted the writing rights. To me, it feels like the Hall of Fame. <laughs> That's nice. So what are your goals now? You, you you climbed Kilimanjaro. Now what? Well, I was just talking to Lisa about that. Is like, you know, I showed up to class on Monday and it was like, okay, what, what happens now? You know, I showed up to teach 6 a.m. class and, you know, I kind of looked around and thought like, what's the next thing, you know, holding me here? What am I going to shoot for? Like, I'm a very goal-oriented person. Like, if I want something, I can get it, right? So setting a new goal is very important to me. Um, I think the biggest, one of the biggest wins I would tell people is like, if in five years, I still look like this, right? If, if I don't have to do the yo-yo diet, I gained 20 pounds. Oh, I'm panicked. I got to lose it. I got to, you know, I'm eating garbage again. Like if I can keep this lifestyle, that's the most important thing to me. I just want to be steady. I don't mm -hmm. want the ups and downs, the roller coaster, the, the fear, the doubt, you know, the giving up, the starting again, any of that stuff. Um, so I don't know if I'm thinking I'm going to try to keep my body fat around 15, 14% for the year. That's I think my new goal. That's what I said yesterday. So we'll see. Yeah. That's just to keep tough. myself in, just to keep myself in check. I know that's pretty, pretty low for females, but I, you know, it's just kind of where I feel comfortable. So I'm right. Hey, you feel good. That. Yeah. So I had a friend tell me one time, he wants to be two weeks within the best shape of his life all the time. And I thought, yeah, that sounds really good. So I told Tara, one of our head coaches who's actually moved to Florida, and I said, I told her that. And she goes, why not today? Why not be the best shape today? And I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> she just raised the bar. Um, so let's do some really fun. It's uh, level 10 speed questions. Again, just for fun. Okay. Um, could be one word answer, whatever, but here we go. What's your favorite food? Sushi. It is from the farm. <laughs> I thought you might say French toast. I know you like that. Oh, I do like that. I have been having that the last couple of days. That is a close runner up. That's breakfast though. Sushi is food, lunch and dinner. Food you would never eat. Black licorice. Oh, I'm with you, man. That's horrible. Favorite exercise. Bicep curls. Most despised exercise. Feel like this is a lower body exercise day. Um, <laughs> probably inner leg lifts. And uh, what's your favorite non-FXB physical activity? Probably running or rowing or something. And so now that you've got this new you with all this confidence, what's on your bucket list? Uh, continue working out. Um, I have a lot of business-related goals. I mean, I have a lot of goals that I want for our gym. Um, that's important to me now. Um, I think those are number one, um, just making this gym community even better. You know, yeah, like for those that don't know, they're unaware. So you took a full time position with Lisa as the head program director and leading a lot of stuff. And and I met you at a conference um, that we were at, I think, last summer or whatever. And you came up to me and said, I'm going to win 
international challenge. And I said, oh, is that right? It's pretty tough competition. You know, you're pretty confident over there though. But that actually, what you told me made me realize that you had a really good chance of winning because you got to have the faith. You got to, you step in the ring. The match is won before you step in the ring. If you think you're going to lose, you're going to lose. If you think you're going to win, you're going to win. It's our minds are so powerful that we can't, we can't, uh, you know, under, underestimate that at all. So your faith really is, was amazing then. And you had finished your challenge, I think, or were close to it. So you just maintained from there out. So I have no question you're going to maintain because you know the formula. It's easy now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was part of it. Um, you know, during my year, I don't I don't think I ever thought I was going to win. And then, like, when I got to the end and I had some really good results and, like, I had so much discipline at the end. Like, thinking back on it now, when people ask me about it, it's like, I don't know. I mean, I know I could do it again because I'm that kind of person. But thinking about the sacrifices I made and, you know, the multiple classes every day and like, I mean, I worked unbelievably hard. I kind of downplay it, but like I was really dialed in. People around here thought I was pretty crazy, um, <laughs> but it, it felt good. It's what I needed. And it didn't feel like work because I was so in the zone. Um, but. Um, so you said you don't mind eating the same thing over and over again and see that's. When you flip that switch in your head and now instead of food being fun or food is entertainment, whatever, now your food is fuel, that changes everything. And you grasp that mindset because, hey, you know what? I'm fueling myself. Now I don't have to like go out and eat this crazy stuff. But what's interesting, Tina, and I'm sure you realize this too, is your appetite changes, your taste buds change. When you start eating healthier food, you adjust, your body adjusts, and then it craves healthy food. Like you said, the salad, now you crave that instead of craving something that maybe wasn't so good. Yeah, that's just it. It's like my body now will tell me like, I want protein, you know, like, you know, I'll get mm -hmm. done teaching a lower body day and it's like, I, I just want protein. Like I want hard boiled eggs. I want a protein drink. I want yogurt. I want this. Like, it, it's funny. It's like, I tell people like, if you listen, it will tell you exactly what it wants. You know what I mean? Like, and when you get in that mode, you know, like it doesn't even feel like a sacrifice anymore. Like, like I didn't, I didn't drink probably the last six or seven months. I mean, I'm not a huge drinker anyways, but like I, it wasn't even a sacrifice. Like I was feeling so good and I like how I feel like when I can wake up and feel like my best, it, it it's amazing, you know, and it doesn't even feel like a sacrifice when you get in that zone, you know, but not everybody's lucky enough to get in that zone, right? Like you have to, right. it takes a lot of discipline, but then once you're there, it's, it, it's like a well-oiled machine. It just, just runs. And you, you didn't drink, but you drank a lot of water. I know that because <laughs> yeah. a lot of water when we do this program. That yes, for sure, for sure. So healthy, drink good water. So is there anything else I missed? But before I before you think of anything that I may have missed, I want to say you and uh, Lisa are very creative because when I saw the cardboard cutouts of your before and after that are life-size, I thought that was so cool to do that because people will see you, you'll be in front of members teaching a class or talking to people, and they have no idea where you came from. So yeah. you see that cardboard cutout and you go, wow, there's a massive change down 90 plus pounds in a year that's incredible yeah i mean and that's just it it's like even around here people who knew me in the beginning it's hard for them to even imagine that person now you know so like when we have new people walk in off the street and you know lisa will point to me and say she lost 95 pounds you can do it too they're like no she didn't she's always looked like this and it's like no a short a short year ago that was me over there you know we can point to the cardboard cutout and people are just in disbelief, you know? Um, so, I mean, from a sales and marketing perspective, it's, it's very helpful. Um, 
but it's just a good reminder. Even my own children don't remember me that way. You know, mm-hmm. like they have a, they have a hard time remembering it. You know, they'll look at mm-hmm. that version of me and be like, who is it? Who, what baby was in your stomach then? And it's like, well, there was no baby in my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it, it, it's, it's great. I mean, those cardboard cutouts are nice. Um, definitely helps. I mean, the biggest thing is I want everybody to feel this way. It mm-hmm. sounds so corny and I, and I want, I, I do like, that's the biggest takeaway is like, I feel great, you know, and I know that there's haters out there because you're not ready or you don't think you can do it. Right. Like anybody can do it. You know, like I, I was a person before I started, like one of my friends would post, I've said this before, like my friends would post, you know, I have a couple of friends that are gung ho on fitness and they post things about their workout or always working out or some healthy thing. And like, you know, I'd pass judgment, like, oh, all they care about is working out. All they care about is what they look like, you know, things like that. But that's really because I was jealous and didn't think I could do it. Right. And so like mm-hmm. more than anything, like when I see people who aren't living their best life, I want to help them. Like, I want you to know, like, you can do it. Like, you know, and like, I really believe in this program. It's so easy for me to sell it. Like it, it is, it is like, everybody should feel this way. Like, I don't want anybody to give up on their life. Like, I don't care if you're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, like it's, it's never too late. We have one shot at this. Like I want everybody to feel the way I feel, even if it's for a, a snapshot in time. Like I can't imagine going through the rest of my life where I was at. Like I would hate, I would hate to live my life never seeing this side of me again. And that's the other thing is like doing something for yourself as an adult versus a kid feels so different. You know, I've had a couple of gym members ask me like, you know, like, aren't you just so relieved and proud of yourself? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but it's a totally different feeling. Like as a kid, I was pretty good at sports. I accomplished great things. I had some great teams. Like I had success. Like I was smart in school and it was great. And it felt great at the time. But the way I feel doing this for myself now, I can't even explain it. It's like, it feels like I won the World Series and it's like people outside of Ferrell's, this doesn't mean a ton, but like it is as an adult committing to yourself and like achieving something that you put your mind to, it's amazing. And the fact that it can back up my whole philosophy is like, if you want something and you work hard enough, you should get it right. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to let things stand in your way. Like if you're willing to make the sacrifices, you should get it. And the reason I got so scared at the end is, you know, a couple people said, you know, but you know, what if you don't, what if you don't win? And I had never thought that. I just thought like, I did the work. I want it. I feel like I've earned it. Like, and then people started to give me a little bit of doubt. Like, you know, you should prepare to lose because, you know, you don't want to be disappointed. And I just started to have a little bit of a panic. Like, oh my gosh, what if I don't get this? I feel like I really earned it. So when you showed up to give me that check, I was just like, yes, this seals the deal that if you want something bad enough, you, you should get it. And you shouldn't quit till you get it. And that's like, even when I started to panic that I might not win, I said, well, you know, I, I'll redo the challenge. I'll redo it in 2026. So I'm <laughs> thankful I don't have to redo it. <laughs> hey, there you go. Yeah. You said earlier though, I thought it was really good. Um, you know, if, if you say your mind to it, you're going to achieve it. But also you didn't know how bad you felt until you started feeling good. Yeah. You thought everything was fine. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? People don't know how good they can really feel when they take care of themselves, get in better yeah. shape. So, man, Tina, it's been great to have you on this podcast. Uh, your story is fantastic, and you're inspiring 
hundreds of people I know because your the social media is going out with your before and afters with your video. All that's going to be more is coming. And to have somebody that works so hard and appreciates it so much, even though you don't know what you do with the money, that doesn't matter. The money is not the goal. Thanks for yes. coming. On. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. And until next time, this is Lance Farrell with Life at Level 10. Please be sure to like it and subscribe if you'd like to hear more episodes.